0: Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's—only the finest berries.
1: Hello, young chefs, and welcome back to <coughs> Mystery Recipe.
0: I'm Molly Burnbaum, editor in chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids,
1: and I am Bitsy. <coughs> Oven bit Molly's right-hand gal, and co-host on the show.
0: Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient.
1: Plus, at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. Can you guess what it is yet?
0: Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. So far, we know it will use pepper, mayonnaise, and sriracha. It's day two of Sriracha Week.
1: That's right. Today, we have a well-rounded round of tricky trivia, followed by a spicy conversation in Ask a Grown-Up. Ask a Grown-Up! Ask a Grown-Up!
0: To round off today's episode, we'll have Andrea back for another edition of How-To Time. Mitzi, why are you making all of these sound effects today?
1: Because I wanted to try and help Chad with all the sound design on this episode. Oh, look, there's a sheep over there.
0: <laughs> well, you're doing great. So, Mitzi, did you want to sing the theme song too, or?
1: Sure. Ooh. You know, actually, this is kind of hard. Let's just play the real theme song. To the theme! The, The real theme! Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. But I do a podcast.
0: Mystery Recipe. So why the sudden interest in sound design, Mitzi?
1: I just thought it would be fun. Sound effects are so cool. And so I've been really trying to pay attention to when we use them and what they sound like. Hello? Knock, knock, knock.
2: Uh, you all right, Mitzi? Clop, clump, clump.
1: I'm fine. Oh, hi, Susie. Missed you. I'm just making all the sound effects for today's episode Click. That was the door closing behind you
0: Um, did you lock it, too?
1: Oh, yeah, sorry Lock? Okay, it's unlocked Great, well Clop, 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 clop I was just checking in to say I am super duper
2: Clop,
0: clop, clop, clop You know, Mitzi, most of the sound effects we use on the show don't actually come from someone's mouth Wait, what? Yeah, most people don't use their voice to make sound effects. Just like these microphones record when we speak into them, you can also use them to record real sounds, which is what we often use in the episode later on.
1: Huh? Like the door opening or Susie's footsteps?
0: Exactly. You can take a microphone and hold it near a door to record the real sound of a door opening or footsteps or whatever else we might use on the show.
1: Wow! Well, we will. And to think this whole time, I thought Chad was making all these sounds himself. Ah, I think I'm going to have to give this a try. Imagine what kinds of sounds I can capture. This is going to be a blast. Oh, let's all be real quiet so I can record by exit. Deal? Deal. Amazing!
0: Well, hey there, Susie. How are you?
2: I'm super duper awesome, Molly. How are you?
0: I'm great, thanks. Well, do you think we should get started with our first segment for today's episode? Yes, let's. All right, I'm going to give you a fact about our ingredient theme, sriracha, and you have to help our listeners guess if it's true or false. Are you ready to play?
2: Super duper ready.
0: All right, here's your first one. True or false, Susie? Sriracha is more spicy than jalapeno peppers. So what do you think, Susie? Is sriracha more spicy than jalapeno peppers?
2: Hmm. I've been doing some research on sriracha in preparation for this week, and I know many types of sriracha are made from jalapeno peppers. It's one of the main ingredients, but there are lots of other ingredients, too, that would probably affect its level of heat. Sriracha, as we know from last episode, also has vinegar, salt, sugar, and garlic in it. And none of those things are really spicy.
0: Excellent points there, Susie.
2: Thanks so much. So for those reasons, I am going to say false. I think sriracha is actually less spicy than the jalapeno peppers it's made from.
0: You are correct. Nice work, Susie.
2: Hooray! So, Molly, how much spicier are jalapenos than sriracha?
0: Well, to understand the difference, we can use the Scoville scale.
2: Oh, I know what that is. Mind if I explain to our listeners? Please do. So, listeners, the Scoville scale is a way to measure how hot something is using numbers. Just like we use Celsius or Fahrenheit to measure how hot or cold it is outside, we can use the Scoville scale to know how spicy something is.
0: Correct, Susie. A jalapeno pepper measures in at around 8,000 on the Scoville scale, though there's a really large range while sriracha comes in around 2,500. There are lots of different brands of sriracha, of course, so this number varies. But we used the Hoi Fang Foods brand for this question.
2: Wow! At 2,500, it seems like sriracha is less than half as spicy as a jalapeno pepper.
0: That's correct. So when you are just dipping your toes into spicy foods and hot sauces, a lot of people think sriracha is a great place to start.
2: I can see why! All right, Molly. I'm ready for my next question.
0: Great. Well, here it is. True or false, Susie? In addition to hot sauce, lots of other sriracha-flavored products have come out in recent years, including potato chips, salt, chocolate bars, and even lip balm. So, Susie, is this true or false? Are there sriracha-flavored potato chips, salt, chocolate bars, and lip balm?
2: Wow, Molly super duper tough one here. I do know that in the United States, sriracha has grown in popularity very quickly. And I have heard of lots of sriracha flavored things being made and sold here. I can imagine sriracha potato chips being delicious and sriracha salt makes sense to me. I can even see sriracha chocolate being pretty popular. The sweet and spicy mix is a hit for a lot of folks, I bet. But what gets me is sriracha lip balm. Lip balm or chapstick is used to moisturize your lips if they get dry. It would probably be uncomfortable to have a spicy lip balm. I feel like that defeats the purpose. So for those reasons, I'm going to say false. I don't think there is such a thing as sriracha lip balm.
0: Oh, sorry, Susie. The answer is actually true. There is such a thing as sriracha lip balm for some reason. That's super hard to believe. It's surprising and also not all that surprising to me. People just really love this spicy sauce so much that some folks just like having the taste of sriracha on their lips all the time.
2: True super fans.
0: True super sriracha fans. All right, one last question for you today, Susie.
2: I'm one for two. Let's close this out on a high note.
0: All right, here's your last one. True or false? Sriracha, and hot sauce in general, is a popular request amongst astronauts in outer space. So, is this true or false, Susie? Is hot sauce a popular request among astronauts in outer space?
2: Ah, Molly, I happen to know for a fact that the answer to this question is true.
0: That's correct.
2: And I'd love to also tell our listeners why.
0: Please do, Susie. So,
2: listeners, something very interesting happens to an astronaut's taste when they are in outer space. And it has a lot to do with gravity. Gravity is the force on Earth that pulls things down. When I drop this microphone, for example. uh, Sorry, sorry. That was probably loud. But it fell to the ground because of gravity. But in outer space, there is no gravity.
0: And what does that have to do with flavor?
2: Well, human bodies, specifically our heads, are filled with lots of different fluids. When we are in an environment like outer space without any gravity, those fluids end up behaving very differently than they would here on Earth. To oversimplify things a little bit, the fluids in our nasal passages or our noses end up making astronauts very stuffy And like anyone who's had something to eat while they have had a cold nose, eating foods when we're stuffy means we really don't experience much flavor. Eating foods with little to no flavor can be boring. But we can still feel spicy foods, even with our nose closed. So astronauts often ask for hot sauce so that food has some spicy interest to it, as opposed to just being boring and tasteless.
0: That was an excellent explanation. Nice work, Susie.
2: Thank you. Thanks so much.
0: Well, that's about all the time we have for Tricky Trivia today. Hello?
1: It's me, Mitzi. And I didn't even really knock. That was a sound effect. And I didn't open the door yet either. That was a sound effect too. Uh, could someone actually get the door for me, please? Thanks. Super cool, Mitzi. But, uh, why are you all wet? Well, funny story, I jumped into the ocean. Oh no! Why's that? I was out there recording sounds and I saw my dolphin friend Delilah and I wanted to get her adorable squeaky voice to use on the show, but it turns out that microphones do not like water.
0: Yeah, most electronics are not waterproof, Mitzi.
1: Noted. But I did manage to get some great sounds before the dolphin incident. Want to hear some?
0: Of course.
1: All right. Well, here is a car alarm. Hey, did you just hit my car? Yes, it's okay, though. I do a podcast. Everyone does a podcast. Hit your own car next time. And here are some traffic sounds. Oh, look out. Hey, oven mitt. You're in the middle of the road. It's okay. Do not worry. I do a podcast. And here's a toilet flushing.
3: Oh, uh, Mitzi, you shouldn't be in here. This is the men's room.
1: Don't worry, Chad. It's okay. I do a podcast. Don't forget to wash your hands. And here are the dolphin ones. Oh, Delilah. That's perfect. Hey, stand right there. I do a... Pretty cool, huh?
0: I suppose. But you have to be careful, Mitzi. Just because you have a fun idea doesn't mean you can go out standing in traffic or setting off car alarms.
1: But I do a podcast.
0: I know, Mitzi. But you still need to be making safe choices and be respectful of other people.
1: Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Delilah's is high, by the way, and that you are still on for poker night this weekend. Oh, good. But yes, noted Molly, just because I am excited about an idea does not mean I get to do whatever I want in order to make it work. I have to make sure to keep making safe choices and be respectful of other people.
3: Can I make a suggestion, Mitzi?
1: Chan! Best friend, buddy old pal, audio aficionado, you can always make suggestions to me.
3: Well... The internet is a pretty amazing place, and you can use it to find all sorts of sound effects that other people recorded safely and responsibly. And it can be a lot easier to find existing sounds than to go and catch them all on a microphone for yourself.
1: Oh, golly. That makes sense. Hey, do you think you could show me how?
3: I'm actually here for Ask a Grown-Up.
1: Oh, right. I bet I could show you, Mitzi. Susie, other best friend, buddy, old pal. I would appreciate that so much. Come on, let's go.
2: Funny sound effects, Mitzi. All right, this time let's actually go.
3: Did she say something about jumping into the ocean with a microphone?
0: We can talk about that later. Right now, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Grownups, these ads are for you. I want to tell you about our sponsor, the Kroger family of stores. Kroger's pickup and delivery options make it easy to have grocery shopping be one less thing on your to-do list. To order a grocery delivery, you can shop online for the products you need and get them on your doorstep the same day. Planning ahead? You can also choose a date and time that works for you. Or try their pickup service and pick up your order at the store you choose. Kroger Associates will even bring out your purchases and load them into your car. It's great. Available in appropriate markets only. Find out more by going to Kroger.com today. I want to tell you about our sponsor, Driscoll's. Driscoll's berries are sweet snacks worth sharing straight out of the clamshell. I told my daughter Olive all about them while we snacked on some Driscoll's blackberries. What do you think? Do you think those berry innovators did a good job of making sweet and delicious berries?
4: Yes, a lot.
0: Do you think that's a job you would want to have one day?
4: Maybe. I'll decide when I grow up.
0: You love the berries more than I love the berries? I don't know if that's possible.
4: It is. I know it is.
0: The sweetness isn't just inside these Driscoll's blackberries. It's also in the moments they help make. To discover where you can buy berries worth sharing, head to driscoll's.com slash ATKkids. That's driscoll's.com slash ATKkids. And we're back. And so is our friend and producer, Chad. Hello. So, Chad, what are we learning about today in Ask a Grown-Up?
3: Well, I know you and Susie discussed a little bit about something called the Scoville scale in Tricky Trivia today. We know it's a way to measure how spicy something is, but I wanted to find out a little bit more about where the Scoville scale came from. And so, as we do, I found an expert.
4: Sure, I'm Paul Bosland, uh, commonly known as the Chili Man. I was a chili breeder at New Mexico State University for more than 30 years.
3: Paul was also the founder and director of the Chili Pepper Institute.
4: Our mission is to educate the world about the wonders of chilies. Because
3: it turns out that, just like anything else, chili peppers have a very long and interesting history.
4: We think that the very first use of chili peppers was actually a medicinal plant. We have, uh, we've seen the writings from the Aztecs saying to use chili peppers to cure a toothache. You would put the chili pepper on your toothache, the endorphins would come in and block the toothache. And so it was really a medicinal plant.
3: Endorphins are a chemical that our body makes that helps us feel good. They're also our body's response to something spicy. And so people have been using this response in medicine for a very long time. It was medicines like this one that led to the need for the Scoville scale in
4: the first place. It was invented by a man named Wilbur Scoville. He was actually born in 1865, and he began to work on the the measuring chili heat around 1912. He was working for a company called Park Davis Pharmaceuticals, and they made a product that you can still find in drugstores today called Heat
3: H-E-E-T. Heat is an ointment, or lotion, made from chili peppers that helps relieve aches and pains.
4: And they had to standardize it because not all chili peppers are the same heat level. So what he had to come up with was a way to measure each batch of chilies so that the ointment would be the same heat level. And so he devised a test, which the the big word is organolyptic, but it means taste test.
3: Basically, Scoville would take a sample of the spicy flavor compound, capsaicin, from a batch of chili peppers. And then he would put, say, two drops of it into a cup of sugar water.
4: He would stir it and taste it. Then he would say, okay, I'm only going to put one drop in this next glass and taste it. And that's how he kept diluting the solution. He kept putting less
3: and less capsaicin in the glass. It would be one part capsaicin to 100 parts water, one part capsaicin to 1,000 parts water, one part capsaicin to 10,000 parts water. The stronger the capsaicin in the chili pepper, the longer you'd have to do this for. And whenever you couldn't taste the heat anymore, that was the rating the chilies would get.
4: Historically, we've attached his name to that. He could just call them heat units, but we now call them Scoville heat units. While very cool to imagine, this
3: taste test had its downsides. It took a very long time, and everyone had different opinions on when the heat would end. Plus, people's mouths would just get tired, and they couldn't try any more spicy water for a while. Luckily, we have developed a new way of finding a pepper's Scoville scale rating these days.
4: We actually uh, have a machine, it's called High Performance Liquid Chromatography, and HPLC is what most people will say. And this machine can actually see the capsaicin molecules and count them. And so we put a sample in, it counts them for us, it tells us how many parts per million of capsaicins in that sample, and then we multiply by 16 to get Scoville heat units
3: which is a lot easier than gathering people around to taste sugar water.
4: Exactly, and and really what we do is we load up all the samples before we go home at night, and then the machine works all night, and then in the morning we have all our data. So it's a nice system.
3: Sriracha, like we learned in Tricky Trivia today, comes in at around 2,500 on the Scoville scale. And while 2,500 is a big number in general, it's not a very high rating.
4: Actually, it's not very spicy at all because if you wanted to use Tabasco as the benchmark, it's 7,000. And so you you can see it's it's a, almost just a third of the heat of a Tabasco sauce.
3: Compared to some
4: other peppers, Sriracha's like a walk in the park. The hottest pepper ever discovered was called the uh, scorpion pepper from Trinidad Tobago, and it was over 2 million. So that's the hottest pepper we have ever found. And before that, we found one called Bhut Jolokia from India that was one million Scoville heat units. And people call that the ghost pepper uh, because the name translates that you're giving up your ghost. It's so hot when you eat it, you die. So the ghost pepper got that name.
3: You don't actually die, of course, but I can imagine it might feel that way. Either way, I think I'm going to pass on the ghost peppers for now. Sriracha's solid 2,500 seems like the Sculvo rating for me. Thanks so much,
0: Chad. And thanks to Paul Bosland from the Chili Pepper Institute at New Mexico State University as well. Who is it?
3: <laughs> ah! That was terrifying, Mitzi.
1: I bought a
2: boat. No, listeners, we are on a boat. We just found these ocean sound effects and put a boat horn on top, and now it sounds like we're on a boat.
3: Yeah, a very loud boat horn. That scared the daylights out of me.
1: Sorry. We found lots of cool sounds, though.
3: Well, I'm going to get out of here before the boat horns come back. I'll see you all next week.
1: Look! I mean, I just don't look. Uh, listen. Now we're in a peaceful meadow. It
0: sounds sunny, doesn't it? It really does sound sunny.
1: But now... Oh no, a storm is coming!
5: A storm? I checked the weather forecast this morning and I didn't hear anything about a storm. Andrea! I don't even have my umbrella today.
1: Oh, there isn't really a storm. I'm just learning all about sound effects today.
5: Oh, so you're becoming a Foley artist? A Foley artist? Yeah. That's what a person is called who creates sound effects for movies and podcasts
0: and stuff.
1: An artist? That's what I've been missing, I think. Missing? No time to explain. Art is happening! I'll be back!
0: Right. Well, while art is happening, let's move on to our next segment. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Molly. Hi, Susie.
2: Hi, Andrea.
0: Ready for how-to time? Sounds good to me. Are you ready, Susie? I am super-duper ready. Susie, we want you to practice your cooking techniques while you're our intern this season. And so every week, our friend Andrea is going to teach you something new to up your arsenal of kitchen skills. Andrea is a test cook here at America's Test Kitchen Kids. That means she works on developing recipes and experiments for our cookbooks and things like the Young Chefs Club boxes. You can find out more about all that fun stuff by going to atkkids.com. So, Andrea, what are you and Susie going to be working on today? Did you know it's Sriracha Week? Are we going to learn how to make hot sauce?
5: I did know it's Sriracha
0: Week. I didn't know you like
2: spicy food, Susie. Oh, yeah. I love spicy spices. I'm one tough cookie.
5: I can really handle some heat. I'm impressed. I didn't start liking spicy foods until I became an adult. I had no heat tolerance when I was your age. I
2: love to experiment with new flavors and taste new things whenever I can. And the first time I had a taste of hot sauce, whoa, mind blown. Now I like to put it on everything. Sandwiches, chicken, avocado, eggs, you
5: name it. That's actually a perfect intro into our lesson this week, Susie. How do you usually put hot sauce on your eggs?
2: I just shake it on, or squirt it, I guess, right from
5: the bottle. How do you make sure you've used the right amount of sauce?
2: I taste it, I guess. Sometimes I get carried away and accidentally put on too much, and my food is way too spicy. Then I usually don't want to eat it.
5: Well, hopefully today's lesson will help you with that, Susie. We're going to learn to taste as you go. Tasting as you go is a way to make sure that you're not adding too much of something like salt, spices, or hot sauce to your food.
2: That can be pretty useful. The golden rule is you can always add, but you can't take away. Once I put too much hot sauce on something, there's not really anything I can do about it.
5: Yep, and the same thing applies when you're cooking food. If you're following a recipe, it will tell you how much of each spice or condiment to add and when to add it. Sometimes, though, usually near the end of a recipe, it will say something like, Season with salt and pepper to taste. Season to taste means to season until the food tastes good to you. The recipe isn't calling for a specific amount of salt or pepper, it's leaving it up to you to decide when the dish is seasoned properly.
2: Ah, so it's a matter of personal tastes, what I think tastes good. That's so much pressure, though. How do I know when it's right?
5: There's no right or wrong. It's all about how you want your dish to taste. Let's practice. I have a few dishes of scrambled eggs here. Here's some salt. How much salt do you think we should start with?
2: Well, you said we can always add, but we can't take away. So I think we should start with a small amount.
5: That's right. We can start with what we call a pinch of salt. A pinch is exactly what it sounds like. You just pinch your fingers together and grab a tiny bit of salt. Go ahead and try grabbing a pinch of salt, sprinkle it on the eggs, and give them a taste. Okay,
2: pinch and sprinkle. Okay, these eggs are a little bland, actually. Not that you don't make great eggs. Did you make these?
5: I did, but don't worry. If they're bland, you can just add a little more salt.
2: I'll try two pinches this time. Pinch and sprinkle, pinch and sprinkle. Now it's way too salty. What happened? What did I do wrong?
5: Two pinches is twice the amount of salt you added the first time. Remember what I said about adding a little bit at a time?
2: Oh, I see now. I thought I should add more salt every time. But really, I should add the same small amount every time until the eggs taste
5: delicious. Exactly. That's what I like to do. And you can use the same technique to season food to taste during the cooking process, too. Just make sure the food you're tasting is fully cooked and safe to eat and that it's not too hot. It's a great way to add sriracha to whatever you're eating, too.
2: Thanks, Andrea. This is going to save me from ruining so many foods, so many avocado toasts lost to my willy-nilly hot sauce shakes.
0: Glad I could help, Susie. I'll see you next week. Thanks again, Andrea. Well, that's about all the time we have for today. Uh, Mitzi? You're knocking on an open door?
1: It's a metaphor, Molly. I am putting the artist back in Foley Artist. Before we go, listeners, I'm going to express myself through sound. Drip, 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 drip. drip, drip, Wow,
2: Mitzi, this is... Sorry, you look very
1: focused. Knock, 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 Molly. molly, molly. (laughs) And also...
0: Well done, Mitzi. I really felt the emotion in that.
1: Thanks. Thank you. Listeners, that was my journey through the art of Foley. But, as you can tell from my performance, my sound design balloon is deflated. It's really a lot of work.
0: It seems like it. Well, you've got some time to recharge, Mitzi, because that's all the time we have for today's episode. We'll be back soon with more spicy goodness. We've got some hot science in our pressing questions segment, followed by something amusing in our wildcard.
1: And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is? Oh, sorry. that was an accident.
0: If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you liked this episode, share it with a friend.
1: Or feel free to leave us a review. We love reading them. We also love you if you don't leave us a review. Or you can leave us a sound effect review. Express yourself. Until then,
0: keep Keep on on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I am a Sour Patch Kid. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He's a peanut butter cup. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a lemon meringue pie. Andrea Vavgen is a Biscoff cookie, and Katie O'Hara is a chocolate brownie cookie, and they are both contributing writers on our show. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Anya Jeshik, Strawberry Shortcake, and Matt Boynton, an orange creamsicle, of Ultraviolet Audio. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a key lime pie. Our director of post-production is Jen Margolis. She's a cannoli. Our line producer is Diane Knox, who is a chocolate lava cake. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a lattice top peach pie. David Nussbaum is our CEO and he's chocolate avocado pudding. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, associate art director, Gabby Homanoff, senior editor, Afton Cyrus, associate editors, Katie O'Hara and Tess Berger, test cooks, Andrea Vavzhin and Cassandra Laughlin, and assistant test cook, Kristen Bango. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Yumi Araki, Yorgos Tzivernidis, and Brianna Maya. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kroger's, Driscoll's, and Greenpan. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids.
1: So, Molly, about that poker game with Delilah. Yeah? I'm thinking I maybe missed my invite.
0: Oh, right. Of course.
1: Did you send it via email or in the actual mail? Because I check both every few minutes. So either way, I'm surprised I missed it. I mean, I... It doesn't matter. Where do you play? On land or in the ocean? I can't wait. Also, what's poker?
0: Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter.